0: Welcome back to the Weekly Wrap-Up, a Statesman podcast featuring the section editors giving you the past week's news. I'm Sarah Ruberg, the Multimedia Editor at the Statesman. This week will be our last podcast for the semester. Editors will be discussing the past semester's biggest stories and highlights. This is Episode 5. With Statesman News for the week, I'm Brianne Letta, the news editor at The Statesman. It's our last podcast for this semester, so we're going to run through some highlights. The university saw a change in leadership this semester when former President Samuel Stanley suddenly left for Michigan State University this summer. Interim President Michael Bernstein, who's thrown his hat into the ring to take over permanently, took over in August. A presidential search committee formed in September plans to appoint an official replacement in March or early April. Sonybrook University's undergraduate student government saw radical changes this semester as well. After a five-day referendum in which less than 3% of the student body voted, more than 250 changes were instituted immediately, including the abolishment of the Judiciary Branch. The university hit national news earlier this semester when a professor from the Renaissance School of Medicine was charged with stealing more than $200,000 from cancer-related funds. If convicted, he could face up to 20 years in prison. His next hearing will be held on January 8th. With Statesman News, I'm Brian Letta.
1: With Arts, this is Alex Bakerdan, the Assistant Arts and Culture Editor. This semester, the arts and culture section covered all sorts of events in a wide spectrum of genres and topics. Here are just some of the highlights. This year, tickets for Wolfieland increased in price, costing students $5 per ticket. This was a $2 increase from the price of the previous year. The Wong Center hosted the Korea, a Land of Hats exhibition in September. The exhibit displayed all sorts of hats from Korean culture, and authentic demonstrations on how the hats are made. Hispanic Heritage Month at Stony Brook kicked off with an event that celebrated 30 years of Latino excellence at Stony Brook University. The event highlighted how the Latino community has grown and changed over the years. The Mental Health Comedy Tour came to the Tabler Black Box in mid-October this year with a lot of laughs all around and a serious look at how even well-known comedians struggle with their mental health at times. Editor Melissa Azofefa spoke with the musical composer for a dramatic war documentary called The Interpreters. Composer Simon Taufik called the documentary a story of two very different cultures that are driven by the same impulses. Most recently, USG has released the poll to choose potential performers for the 2020 Brookfest concert, Options include Megan Thee Stallion, Playboy Cardi, and DaBaby, and more. This is Alex Backerdan, the assistant arts and culture editor.
2: With opinions, I'm Gabby Pardo, the opinions editor for the Statesman. This was my first semester being opinions editor, and it has been one heck of a ride. I learned so much as section editor and have many different moments that I can highlight. One of the greatest highlights was having what I like to call breaking opinions pieces this semester. This happened regarding two situations. Professor Eric Solov sent us letters all the way from Santiago, Chile, where he was completing his Fulbright scholarship. His letters told the firsthand experiences he had regarding the political protests in the country. This was the first time Opinions was in a time crunch to publish articles. We also published op-eds about USG changing their constitution. These were also on a time crunch and had us working so hard to have commentary that went along with the articles our news section was publishing. The second highlight of our semester was definitely just having a great group of writers for the opinion section. I got to give a big shout out to my assistant this semester, Cindy Mizaku, for being such a great attribute to the section. She always strived to make our section the highest quality it can be and went above and beyond to help our writers with their articles. We also had a lot of new writers this semester who dove right in to get their valued opinions out there and worked with Cindy and I constantly to complete edits. I will not be at SVU next semester, so I'm confident and proud to say that Cindy will be the new section editor. We also hired two new assistants, Samantha Loria and Fanny Frankel, who are fantastic and dedicated writers. I couldn't be happier with every single article the opinion section has published this semester. Since I joined the Statesman in 2018, I have seen this section grow so much. It's been Real Statesman. See you next fall. With Opinions, I'm Gabby Pardo.
3: With Statesman Sports, I'm Ethan Tam, the Assistant Sports Editor. Sports had a wide variety of results in the fall semester, with some programs taking a step back from their previous highs and some going all the way to the top. Men's soccer struggled throughout the year, falling from the top of the standings in 2018 to the bottom of the America East. They managed to get their biggest win of the season in upset fashion late in the year against rival Albany. The Seawolves took the Great Danes to overtime, where Redshirt junior midfielder Gabriel Fernandez took a rebounded shot and found the back of the net. The win came in the final home game of the year for the Seawolves, who gave their seniors a strong send-off to a tough year. Women's soccer reclaimed their throne on top of the America East, defeating Hartford in the championship game. The game's most outstanding player, junior Ford Aaron O'Connor, scored the first goal of the game in the 28th minute and junior forward Fanny Godison added a necessary insurance goal with a strike in the 72nd minute. The Seawolves earned their second trip to the NCAA tournament in the last three years, where they fell in the first round to Penn State. Football had an up-and-down season, starting strong at 4-1, but then stumbling through losses in six of their final seven games. The team picked up a thrilling win over Rhode Island when redshirt junior quarterback Ty Cal Fields scrambled for a 50-yard touchdown with 11 seconds to go to take the lead. The Seawolves followed up with an overtime match against then-number-two James Madison. Redshirt senior kicker Nick Courtney nailed a career-long 47-yarder to force OT, but the Dukes ended it on a three-run rush by redshirt junior Jawan Hamilton. Volleyball was unable to defend their America East crown in 2019. Falling in the first round of the America East playoffs to top seeded Albany. Despite their struggles, the Seawolves defended home court and concluded their home schedule with a dominant 3 0 sweep of Binghamton. After narrowly holding off the Bearcats in the first set 25 23, the Seawolves took total control in the second and third sets, winning 25 18 and 25 14 respectively. With Statesman Sports, I'm Ethan Dam.
0: Thanks for listening. Come back next semester for new episodes starting in February. With the weekly wrap-up, I'm your host, Sarah Rubrick. For more Statesman content, visit sbstatesman.com or pick up a paper on a newsstand near you.